This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armish.
one of the most intense and scariest versions of Let There Be Rock is that one by the Hard-Ons featuring Henry Rowland. So uh, that's Covers Corner, also sorted for another week. Actually, come to think of it, I'm going to call it a day. Forget what you read I was going to play tonight on anti-social media. That's your lot. So, until next week, take... Oops, hang on. Hello? Hi, Phil. Uh, sir, your highness. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I know I did it last week. No, no, no it wasn't funny. Yeah, 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 it called a friend of the show and scored a so show. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, I know which side my road leads us both on. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it won't happen again. I promise, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Wrong number. Uh, here's my head and get back in line. Chosen one.
ahead and get back in line from their 2010 album, The World Is Yours. Evening, fellow Oak Botherers, Uncle Armitage here. And Jesus, what a week I've had. I doubt many of you listening had a chew fed up your old man to take a look inside your bladder. I didn't think so. So I don't panic. It's all to do with my two centimetre kidney stone. I'm going to have fun pissing that out. Anybody want a half-used tub of Dr Numb? Yeah, right, moving swiftly on. Uh, Come April, Lucifer's Star Machine will be releasing their brand new album, The Devil's Breath. Uh, I think I've only seen the band once, twice at a push. The gig I know I saw them at was the uh, Croydon Cartoon, supporting the Germans in 2004. Although since then, only lead vocalist tour Abbas remains having relocated back to his native Germany in 2012. And now... Featuring an all-German lineup since uh, 2014. To wit, unintentionally, uh, the band pretty much fell off my radar. The band looked like the bastard-loved children of the hit priests and a bunch of drunken turban yugos. And I have a vague recollection of them both playing together. Alcohol was probably involved. Musically, again, I feel uh, the hit priest energy, but channeling uh, Glucifer. With El Camino Real, sounded like the musical accompaniment to the end credits to a Tarantino film. It's all good stuff. At the moment, I can only ascertain the one up-and-coming live date from Lucifer Star Machine, and that is at the Freak Show in Essen on the 18th of April, which is a couple of weeks after The Devil's Breath has hit the real and virtual record shops via Sign Records. The track I've chosen to air is the first song from the album, and it's being released as a single on the 31st. This is The Void. Catholic Church sex abuse scandals. The Diocese of Brooklyn, New York, has agreed to take $27.5 million motivated by hatred of their religion.
Talking of the hit priests, they, along with the bitch queens, the death traps and pizza tramps, have just announced three dates. April the 2nd at the Black Heart in Camden, 3rd at the Chameleon Arts Club in Nottingham and the 4th at Leap Up in Newport. You have been warned. To coincide with said events, the aforementioned death traps will be touting and promoting their brand spanking new record, Stole Your Rock and Roll, that will be hitting the real and virtual record shops on the... 6th of March through Spirit of Disaster Records. Luckily for me and ultimately you, Fraser bassist and vocalist of Death Trap sent me the MP3s of said album last weekend. Now normally when a band releases their third album it's uh, Sink or Swim. The first two probably were crafted over a couple of years before any thought of the songs being committed to vinyl. They've been worked over and refined live. Uh, the third is the hurried one. The record label wants you to produce to cash in on the successes of album one and two. Those days, fortunately, uh, in some ways are gone. Uh, many bands have just had to find additional sources of income to supplement their outgoings. Record labels pretty much uh, are just a distribution centre with a marketing department. To be honest, the amount of professional musicians that I know that can live off just their music, I can count on one hand... And still have enough fingers left to pick my nose. Uh, I usually listen to uh, new music whilst I'm either cycling, driving to work, or uh, in the case of Stole Your Rock and Roll, I was preparing last Sunday's roast. The opening salvo of Let's Fall Out of Love stopped me in my tracks. And for the next 35 minutes and 17 seconds and 12 tracks, I was joining them in the sing-along choruses. Do you know what the best bit is? I'm going to see them do it live from said album. This is... Let's fall out of love. 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 Turn out to dream, come on, let's set the record straight. We know who's good and bad, and we know that we can't wait. Heroes is villain for deep nights and stress. Give me your money and we'll make a fucking mess.
bet that rattled your teeth. The beginning of April is shaping up rather nicely. I am of a mind to book the first three days off and travel to Nottingham on the 3rd to see the hit priests in their hometown then bring my daughter back the day after from uni for Easter. No doubt she'll want to come home the day before scuppering my plans. On the 1st of April, uh, it'll be this year's Viva Rock Awards. That, for the first time, is being held at the Shepherd's Bush Empire. The headlining act has yet to be announced. My money's on therapy. But the band that got me running around looking for a box of Kleenex was the Lords of the New Church, with Michael Monroe taking on the unenviable task of replacing Stiff Beta. Uh, the rest of the lineup. It includes Brian James and Dave Tregana from the original band on uh, on drums. It's uh, twice-time Clash member Terry Chimes with keyboard duties falling to Mark Taylor. I think you'll agree. This is worth the admission price on its own. <laughs> Gone. Back six feet from the thunder, tea sky, beauty, 
That version of Method to My Madness is the 2007 mix from the album Rockers. That, from what I have heard, allegedly was done to make the song sound less 80s and more garagely, apparently without Brian James's knowledge. Uh, wouldn't it be interesting if The Damned played their first gig with Pinch's replacement at the Viva La Rock Awards? You know, just saying. Uh, last week, I played you the Super Suckers regaling how on the strength of it, it been ain't going to stop, and what others had heard, that Eddie and the boys had been listening to Zodiac Mind Warp and Susie Quattro a bit too carefully. Now, I have had, for the last week, the whole of Play That Rock and Roll to peruse, and with the release of You Ain't the Boss of Me onto the interwebs, I think it's time for... Compare and contrast. Now, we all love Susie Quattro. For many of us of a certain age, she was the poster girl of the 70s, only being deposed by gay advert. Actually, I think at one point I had them side by side. The posters, come on, keep it clean. Uh, I still remember the first time I saw her on Top of the Pops, trying to work out if the other members of her band were girls as well. Yeah, I was six going on seven. The song in question was Can the Can, a chin-chap composition that I am sure you are familiar with. If not, it sounds and goes like this.
Right, hold that thought. This is the Super Suckers, and you ain't the boss of me. But uh, 
I'll let him off with a caution, because even if Mud's Tiger Feet has also been plagiarised, I am thoroughly enjoying play that rock and roll, uh, more so than 2018's Suck It, and at least they didn't rename Michael Monroe's Dead Jail and Rock and Roll, and Alan Toussaint's, aka Naomi Neville's A Certain Girl. They're just straightforward, ahead, covers, done, super sucker, styly. This is Midnight, and you can drag me through fire from their Rebirth by Blasphemy album, and is it just me, or musically, on this track, are you reminded of Def Leppard circa On Through the Night and High and Dry? <laughs>
just me then. Connie Bloom, a one-time Hanoi Rocks guitarist and currently back-slinging his axe in the Electric Boys, has recorded a follow-up solo album to up that came out in 2016. And once again, Game Set Bloom is sung in his native Swedish. Mighty Music, who released the uh, last Electric Boys album, will be putting out Connie's on the 13th of March. Of course, a track has been lifted from said record. This is Rula Pa, which in English is Roll On. Episode 720, a whole two weeks ago, I relayed the news that Jerry Torella was sadly no longer part of the Slam Bam Stick It To The Man merchants, otherwise known as the Torellas. However, I also mentioned that bassist Timmy would be taking over Joey's duties as well as his own. What I failed to tell you was that a single would be imminent. Not a new song, as Soho Hotel for that is what it is, has been a fan favourite since it first made its appearance on the Freak Show mini-album. But this time around, Timmy is checking in. So 
To me, Timmy sounds like Steve Jones fronting the professionals. Superb stuff. And whilst uh, this evening's overkill outro is uh, playing, nip over to CD Baby and purchase it for yourself. Did you know there is an actual Soho Hotel that's uh, just off Dean Street? At uh, 600 and quid a night, I think I'll be staying at the Dorellas one instead. Uh, last week, to emphasise weaning myself off the idiot box, which didn't prove to be too difficult, I played the Wild Hearts Vanilla Radio. I did get a couple of messages saying, TV 10 would have been more apt, and you're probably right, but I forgot all about it. Terrible, I know. Uh, I read a post from Louder on anti-social media at the beginning of this week, giving a list of the worst rock bios that, in their opinion, had been made. On it was uh, Daydream Believers, The Story of the Monkeys, a film uh, I knew nothing about. Uh, with it falling into the worst list, I was expecting it to be on par with the uh, new Monkeys TV series. Remember that? No, fortunately, nobody does. Uh, but I loved it. The actors really looked the part and had studied the Monkeys' mannerism. Jack Nicholson looked like Jack Nicholson. Jimi Hendrix, on the other hand, yeah, not so much. Uh, I did read some reviews from hardcore fans saying that the clothes were wrong in this scene and that that guitar wasn't used on that show. And I'm sure they're rightly and justifiably infuriated. I'd be the same if it was the damned. Uh, I remember seeing the uh, John Belushi biop and uh, being appalled that during the Animal House cafeteria scene, the director gets the actor playing Bluto to go along the food counter from right to left instead of left to right as it was in the film. However, I highly recommend Daydream Believers if you've got a spare 90 minutes. She's a wonderful lady and she's mine, all mine And there doesn't seem a way that she won't come and lose my mind It's too easy humming songs to a girl in yellow dress It's been a long time since the party and the room is in a mess The four kings of EMI are sitting stately on the floor There are birds out on the sidewalk and a ballet at the door
Monkeys and Randy Skit, the title of which Mickey Dolenz took from the phrase he had heard on an episode of the television series Till Death Do Us Part. Uh, when the single was released over here in the UK, it was renamed Alternative Title after the record company, that would be RCA, complained that the original title was actually somewhat taboo to the British public. Yeah, I was morally outraged at two years old. It's funny to think... Uh, something I was reminded of in the film that the Monkeys TV series only ran for two years. On Tuesday, uh, I think we were all saddened by the news that Ozzy Osbourne had a form of Parkinson's disease. But uh, I don't think it's, it came as a great surprise. I think, mean, you know, secretly, it's something that we've uh, all thought he might have had for a while. I haven't seen Ozzy play live for... Um, uh, over 20 years, and that was at uh, the Astoria with Black Sabbath at the end of 1999. As a solo artist, it's even longer. Donington 1986 comes to mind. And before that, uh, it was when I saw him, when he came on stage with Iron Maiden at Hammersmith Odeon in something like the mid-80s, wearing a skirt and a Second World War German army helmet with the word Aussie painted on it. The Double O's new album, Ordinary Man, is due to hit the real and virtual record shops on the 21st of February. And uh, it's already seen two tracks lifted from it. Chad Smith uh, drums on the whole album with guest spots from Slash and Elton John, who cropped up on the album's title track. Ironically, cannabis can reduce the effects of Parkinson's disease. Can you imagine that? Ozzy finally being able to take it legally. Let's go down this 
mentioned this before, but whilst I'm while my time away at the day job, uh, Planet Rock is the agreed radio station of choice. Now, one of my bugbears is that classic bands that are still releasing albums today seem to have that part of their catalogue overlooked in favour of earlier recordings. Uh, I haven't as yet heard Ordinary Man on the radio. Crazy Train, etc. Yeah, uh, a couple of weeks ago, it seemed that every day, Girls' School's hit-and-run single from 1981 was aired. I called Planet Rock out on this and asked them why they couldn't play anything from the Girls' last album, Guilty as Sin, to which hit-and-run was subsequently dropped in favour of um, nothing else. Uh, even worse even though I'm not a fan, unlike Mrs A, was the playing of Magnum's 1988 single, Days of No Trust, with the DJ telling us afterwards that the band have just released a new album in the shape and form of The Serpent Rings, but not playing anything from it. What's that all that about? Until next week, take it easy. (laughs) 